whenever my world falls apart I never lose hope or lose heart Whatever the form of the storm that may brew Not with you to lean on, darlings, you Hello and welcome to The Original Cast, a podcast about original cast albums and the people who love them. I'm Patrick Flynn. My guest today is a multi-hyphenate designer, performer, cabaret director, record producer. Great, I That's do That's a things. new one. You do think It's Robbie Rizal, everybody. Hi there. Hi, Robbie. How are you? Coming to you live from beautiful Times Square. Broadway Records. Broadway Records, yes. In the, in, in There's a Tony Award behind you. There is a Tony Award behind me. It's a good day. We don't know who it's for. It's, but it's, I think it's Porgy and Bess. You think it's Porgy and Bess. I didn't... I didn't you work think on they didn't give it to you. Right. But it's so. not. We're not sitting in my office. We're in a office. A office. Right. Yes. <laughs> in, a, in a room. It's a good room. they keep it in the storage room with the records. Correct. Which is nice. Of the lightning thief. Now, Robbie has been guardian angel to this podcast since launch, I think. You've been listening to this yeah. show Yeah, I found it the first, the first episode. The first episode? Wait, well, who was the... It was Tracy Oliveira doing yep. uh, your good mentor. First of all, I love her so much. Oh, she's the best. I saw her in many a thing at the Signature. Oh, wow. Down in the yeah, Sherlington. In Sherlington. Yeah, she's very big in Sherlington. Uh, and I think that's how I found the podcast, mm. was because she was on it, and I just, I adore her. Um, and I was like, oh, no, I, I love this. I love, I love cast albums, obviously. So... Um, any anybody who talks about them, I want to be a part of be that. a part of that. Yes, and now you are, and oh, you're here yeah, to yeah. talk about. Man. the happiest musical so ever written after after one of my many Let's so we call them, them shades maybe rants rants okay sure. rants about jerry shades. herman <laughs> shades I was, I was trying to be politer but uh-huh. you're probably right yeah they're more like rants um you dm'd me on twitter and said you know when i'm coming on the podcast we're talking about me yeah right? you're welcome and i said well i do now yeah. um and so you yes yeah, so we're going to talk about Mame. how well, did Mame I, come into your life oh uh I, I chose that because I can't talk about Little Shop because you got Logan yes. before me. Yes. That's rude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how did Mame come into my life? Mame, I, I think I was uh, I was not like an early adapter to Mame. Um, for when when I was growing up, I was one of those um, idiot kids who were who were like everything before Jason John, Jonathan Larson. Everything before <laughs> Jonathan Larson is terrible. And I wasn't thinking about like uh how how like the building blocks and musicals. Mm-hmm. Um so it's like Rogers and Hammerstein, what? No, thank you. So I um I but like a little later in life I started to discover older musicals and just the joy and uh how much i love them mm-hmm. and how you know honestly the opposite the flip side of the coin of rent is mame 
really. It's mm. Jerry Herman. It's it's the the lightness mm. and the you know, Gooch just doesn't die of AIDS. So you know. that's true. That is Great. that's this a is... true fact of Mame. In case you were curious, in nineteen sixty six. Spoiler alert! <laughs> and actually, it's not even nineteen sixty six. It's nineteen forty something. Yeah, Gooch doesn't so the, die. Yeah. So and, and I think I saw the film of Anti Mame mm-hmm. before I With knew Rosalind the musical. Russell. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Which is a perfect piece of filmmaking uh that still today hold, mm-hmm. have you watched it i have seen it yes. great yeah, so yeah. so you know it, it holds yeah it's up. very very good yeah. um and here in new york there's a, a drag queen head of lettuce who hosts like classic movies every thursday and uh showed it recently um so i got to relive my anti-bame on the big screen and it's just it's it's it it's funny and telling and it's it's just it's so light and wonderful. So uh, that it is the rare thing you remind me. Great, I'm trying to find this. It, that it was a, it was a very successful book that became by a, Patrick Dennis. by Patrick Dennis mm-hmm. that became a very successful play called yes. Anti Mame. Correct. That became a very successful movie. Mm-hmm. That then became a very successful musical. All the all the way up. That then became a not. Successful not successful. At all that's true. It did film. That's where. Well, because they didn't. They, it was Angela not Lansbury. Well. Yeah, right. <laughs> they couldn't get rid of B. Arthur. We'll get that. Well, <laughs> her husband was the director. I feel oh, like I she. Yeah, okay, yeah, she so was married one. to Gene Sachs. I oh, feel like. Right. Yeah, I, I feel that. like she would have killed him. Probably. It ended in divorce anyway. Right. So most probably had to do with Mame. Right. <laughs> It would film. have been really funny if they cast Rosalind Russell in, in the movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> After her gypsy turn. <laughs> Elizabeth Ross. I can't imagine. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, rest in peace. But I'd love to watch it. I'd love to see that. Sure, of course. Um, so, so, but in discovering my love of Jerry Herman and, um, you know, Hello, Dolly is always the gateway drug for mm-hmm. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry yes, Herman yeah. people. Uh, and for a long time, I worked with a, a little record label called Finsworth Alley. And they um, sort of specialized in re-releasing out-of-print musicals. And the Grand Tour was one of them. Hmm. Um, and I was like, what is this? Didn't know anything about it. Uh, and I fell in love with that score. And so that sort of started opening up all of the, the Jerry Herman um, oeuvre. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Drink. To, For those of you playing the drinking game at home. Of oeuvre. <laughs> Twice. Twice. There you go. No. <laughs> so um, that's how I fell in love with Mame. Uh and do I think it holds up today? No. But oh, okay. But is it wonderful? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, great. could you think you could summarize the plot of MAME? Sure. So MAME is the fictional story, uh, fictional true life story of Patrick Dennis, uh, who uh, his parents die and he is sent to live with his eccentric aunt, but uh, with very strict instructions on how he is to be raised. Um, that she promptly ignores completely, uh, raising him the, in a bohemian lifestyle. And then he goes off sort of to a school because of his trustee at the bank and uh, <laughs> becomes like a very conservative, let's call him a Republican. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and then the, the sort of dichotomy between them. It's very episodic. I would. It, it's not like a... Uh, a, a plot that's like here's mm-hmm. three days like Hello Dolly takes place in two days right uh, Mame takes place over 30 years yeah 
Uh, Starts in the 20s. Yeah, there's young Patrick and an older Patrick. Um, And along the way, we meet the crazy people in Mame's life. Um, Most notably. Oh, Gooch. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't know the show, you don't know why I'm laughing so hard. It's coming. (laughs) Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, It's so great. Have you ever watched it on YouTube? The Emily Skinner. When oh, she really? did it with Christine Baranski down in D.C. Oh, at the wow. Center. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. She oh, okay. was Gooch, and Gooch's song is in its entirety. I do not um, condone bootlegs. Right. Right. But maybe but if, if you type exists. Emily Skinner Gooch's song into a search tab, right. that might appear. Yeah. Yeah. My philosophy is I do not condone the making or uploading of bootlegs. Great. But, as, but if it's there, I'll watch it. I might as well watch I it. I definitely watched all of the original Broadway chess yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. I love watching that. The, final, the London and Broadway the final chess performance. Are on YouTube. Um, um, yes, of chess. David of Carroll. Chess. Give me David Carroll. Anyway, oh, God. <laughs> this the is going to be one of your intermissions. No, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> or a three-part episode. Great. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it shakes out. Um, and yes, the only thing, the other detail to I think include is that it takes place in the twenties and the forties. So that sure. the, the depression happens. Yes. In in during arguably the most famous song. So she comes from, from wealth the and yeah. then of course it goes it all her wealth. All of it and then falls in love with a man uh who has wealth. Right. Uh, but it's but fine. He's southern. Yep, yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a different kind of wealth. Much right? like Bojangles chicken, I am southern. <laughs> um Where are you from? I grew up in Binghamton, New York. Oh, but I've but lived everywhere. Oh, you've lived everywhere. Okay, <laughs> yes. say, that's north of here. <laughs> sure is. Sure is. A Kids Sunni there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, there. I is. know three Sunnis. Oh, good. <laughs> I know Sunni Binghamton, great. Sunni Oneonta, uh-huh. and Sunni Fredonia. Not Sunni Purchase. And Sunni, oh, there you go. Sunni Purchase. <laughs> I'm sure I know more Sunnis. I don't. And there's also Cooney, so it gets there better. There is Cooney. Yes. Yeah. Right. Make sure you pronounce it properly. <laughs> Please. Yes. <laughs> Just really hit that Y. Uh, <laughs> It doesn't look great when you see no. it on a map. It takes. Like, it's one of those oh. like, oh, that's a choice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the right abbreviation. <laughs> maybe, maybe New York you know City what? University. Maybe when it was named. I'm sure that was not a lexicon. Certainly not. Well, if people noticed it back then, they it was didn't British say, slang, and they didn't say anything. Right. They were very. They were too polite <laughs> to say anything. Same. And now somebody's like, that looks like a bad word. <laughs> so mame. Um, <laughs> It's gonna be a lot of that. Uh huh. Um, Great. Yeah. So okay. So you chose Mame. I did. And because not because, but but uh, because you need joy in your life. Patrick. I yes, that's what you said. So <laughs> and you're not wrong. But um, yeah. So my history with Jerry Herman Great. is complicated. Uh huh. Um, my first introduction to him was as a Sontime, young Sontime fanatic that that this is bad intro. Here we I, go. With that the... with with Lacage. Mm-hmm. That Lacage full beat. The greatest musical of all time. I, for all the Tony, I must swore. I Sunday in the Park is my gateway into Sondheim, and I mm-hmm. knew him before Jerry Herman. Yeah, I just, um, I don't, I don't think it's, what he was saying was a bad thing. Well, I that's think the it thing. It all, it all depends on how you're coming to that information. So, yeah. for the listener who doesn't know, um, the two it's of come you. up like yeah five times. <laughs> right, because sure, I keep harping on <laughs> Both it. Of I'll you. play the clip here actually because I played it great. This award forever shatters a myth about the musical theater. There's been a rumor around for a couple of years that the simple, hummable show tune was no longer welcome on Broadway. Well, it's alive and well at the palace. (laughs) 
Right. And he's not wrong. It was alive and well mm-hmm. to Ellis. Yeah. And the Lacage score, um, for better or worse, is very hummable. Yeah. Um, it's very singable. So it's also it's a real shame for for me at that age to have been very dismissive of him and Lacage specifically mm-hmm. because Lacage is a great show. Oh I think. yeah, and a very important show. I agree. Also, yeah. So that took me another fifteen years to discover because I was just sometimes snooty. Sure, and just you know mad on his behalf. Not I mean sometimes got seven Tonys. He's fine. He's fine. Steve is. Yeah, he's doing okay. He's in Turtle Bay. He's fine. He's doing just fine. He's yeah. in his basement. Everything's okay. Right. <laughs> Steve's great. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> doing just fine. Yeah. But uh, so that was my first experience with Jerry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my second experience was that my senior year of high school, having been at my all boys Catholic high school, mm-hmm. having been, this is going to be terrible, the male lead in everything all the way up. Sure. Um, even freshman year when I played Doolittle. Uh, and yes, there is video. Um, Great. YouTube. My, my, the director who had been directing all the way up uh, quit and was replaced by our choreographer who was the mother of the actress who had been with me all the way up. Sure. We were very much looking forward to our senior year musical and having it be a show for us. And she chose Hello, Dolly. And I almost, my mother had to make me audition in a rare moment of, now she was right. I was being petulant. Very petulant. Great. (laughs) I was 18 or 17 actually. And I was mad. I was very mad. And this is my school and this is my year. And she did want me now, I had also just finished playing Oscar Madison in The Odd Couple and was also not looking forward to playing Horace Vandergelder. Okay. To her credit, she cast me as Cornelius Hackle. Great role. Yes. And I got to dance. Mm-hmm. And, and I got sing to and sing. One of the and most I got, beautiful I got ballads. the best songs. I absolutely got the best songs in that Ever. show. Um, and I played Cornelius Hackle. Hey, see? I don't great want minds. to brag. Yeah. Uh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, put on your Sunday clothes. It was great. You know, Elegance was fun. And uh, it uh, I almost said it only, is it only takes yeah, a moment? Yeah, it only takes oh, a moment. I, I got it mixed up with Bye Bye Birdie for with a second in my head. Talk to me. It has that beautiful monologue in the middle of yeah. it. Of Isn't the world full of wonderful things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and Saw it last night again. Oh, that's so. right. <laughs> You're very fresh in your head. Yep. Um, who's doing Cornelius now? Uh, Gavin's back. He's, he oh, was back. not okay. last night because he had a, a previous scheduled Joe's Pub show. Mm. Um, and so it was Christian Dante White. Uh, who is his understudy, who is excellent. But yeah, Gavin. Uh, I saw Santino do it. He was excellent. Mm. The, the revival's excellent. That's what I It's coming it. to your town. Go see With it. Betty Buckley. Oh, I saw her in Sunset Boulevard. I did too. Um, <laughs> and so that's strike two, though. Is that okay. Jerry Herman is, is Hello Dolly. So you're placing all of it on your high school casting. Well, on, I also don't like the show. I don't like Hello Dolly as a okay. piece of writing. Um, Interesting. I don't think it's one. It it it's a funny thing to me. It falls in the category with where I think the score is again. It's very hummable. It's a lot of fun, but I think the play is better at telling that story. The Matchmaker. Ooh, yeah, I know. It's a hot take. It's a hot take, <laughs> and I feel the same way about My Fair Lady. Where I, I okay. like My Fair Lady, it, but it but I feel like the Pygmalion is a better telling of that story. Patrick Flynn, full of hot takes. Yeah, full of hot takes. Great. On George Bernard Shaw and Thornton Wilder, <laughs> um, and but so so then. Mame. My experience with Mame was. I'm just remembering this now. When I was in, in mixed chorus in in high school, we sang every year um, 
at Christmas time. Sure, needs a little Christmas. Needs a little Christmas, sure. and that's a fun. That's a, a objectively a fun song. It's a Muppet song. It's a it's a it's a good song. It's a fun song to hear. I like hearing it on the radio sure. at Christmas because it's a nice break up for all the nonsense that you hear <laughs> yep. over and over and over again. Um, Even though it's technically not a Christmas, it is not song. a Christmas song, as the lyrics tell you. Uh, but having sung it every Christmas mm-hmm. nine times sure. for four years, whatever the math is on that, it uh, thirty six. It um, listen. It, it wore into my head. So here's this is all to say. I sang. I sing the body electric from Fame every <laughs> year, <laughs> and I don't so hate crazy. Fame. So it's so crazy. <laughs> This is crazy. Well, this is all. This, so this uh-huh. is all my Jerry Herman experience is negative, and it's all high school. It's all high school. Wow, Form, formative time. Uh, it's time to let go. And that, yeah, it is. <laughs> it is time to let go. It is time to let go. And as and I'm I'm a you know I, I, this podcast was founded on on the principle that we are often far too serious about these things. Oh yeah. And it is time to have a good time. Yeah. And so. So you need a little I reapproached Christmas. Mame. I need a little Christmas <laughs> right this very minute. I reapproached Mame with that in mind. And I intentionally, because we set this up a while ago, obviously, didn't listen to it mm-hmm. until much more recently. I was Great. like, I want this fresh in my head when we go and we're ready to ride. And I listened to it three times, as I usually do, starting with the train ride up here. You're welcome. <laughs> it just... I I I some I discovered things I loved, mm-hmm. but on the whole, I was just sort of flummoxed by it. Okay, and it's it, it, I, I with 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 most of Herman's scores, they feel very interchangeable to me, show to show huh. to show. Dolly being kind of a notable exception. I think the music in Dolly feels very locked into its for some reason the it's time period. for sure its yeah. time period and also its characters. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I would argue that Mame is roughly the same way, Hmm. that it is definitely locked to its characters. I think Jerry Herman, I almost just called him Jerry, like, you know, my good friend Jerry. Jerry. Um, I think he has a sound that is very sort of oompa, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, But uh, because the, the Grand Tour and like all of his shows have that sort of. Uh, sort of thing but I would argue that all of his lyrics while extractable mm. are rooted in character um, like Gucci's song is Gucci's song it's well Gucci's see that's song. the thing that yeah let's talk about Gucci's song because Gucci's song is the song that actually really leapt out at me mm-hmm. I altered the drape of a drop of my bodice and soften the shape of my brow I followed directions and made some connections but what do I do now who'd think this Miss Prim would have opened a window as far as her whim would allow Suppose it was so hard to close it. Oh, what do I do now? But I was like, oh, what's, what is this song? I like this song. and I. What do I do now? And every time I listened yeah. to it, all three times I listened to it, I liked it more. And yeah. it's now sort of in my playlist of like, oh, this has to pop up when I'm just shuffling through. Sure. And that was a, a great, I mean, that to me is worth and also Jane an Connell's sort of uh, performance, sort of. Oh, per- sort of performance. 
<laughs> you know, her quasi-performance. Guys, I haven't slept in a year. Uh, but so you got but, a hit album on the charts, man. You that's had nothing. something that happened today. Yeah, that happened today. We should. Well, okay, we'll come back to that. Great. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> she'd be a great gooch. Jessica Ross. Ah, yeah, yes, someday, someday, yeah, because she's right. busy being a superstar being anyway. alpha and, and everything. Else. <laughs> yes. uh, so yeah, but the but the writing of Gucci's song, but let's take it back. Like sure. let's go all the way back to the the front of the show. I do not love the opening song. Of the show. It's a that really struck me with this, as knowing more now that I. I mean, I hadn't listened to this in fifteen years. Knowing more about how musicals are written and the yeah. structure of it, it, and also, I mean, Jerry Herman musicals are the archetype structure of big, splashy That's a opening. Super weird song to start it's with. It's a duet in a taxi. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the smallest, tiny, tiniest opening ever. But it's almost like saying, "I'm setting your expectations at something, and then I'm just going to punch them in the face yeah. because." That's not well, what you're it is get. the right as we're talking about it. I think it is the right decision artistically because 100%. nothing can be bigger than Mame. Like no. you can't start without Mame and not have her come on and and blow the doors off the place. With so light the candles, yeah. right? <laughs> Which how many cabaret acts have I seen with Kick it's with today? It today. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so it's yeah Saint Saint uh what what's it was Saint something Saint, Saint Bridget Great yeah clearly that's my skip song. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. I mean, for and it's easy because it's right at the top. You're and like, you know, it's just like nobody wants to listen to a kid, um, <laughs> unless it's Daisy Egan or Sydney Lucas. Like, yeah, pretty much otherwise. No thanks. Yeah, especially like a prepubescent boy. No, Mm-mm. no, that does not record well. Not a lot. No. 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 Uh, that voice gonna change. In 1902, father. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is like a highly fictionalized. Yeah, that was it was Patrick hard Dennis. to kind of dig out the research of there he this in so far as he his parents did die mm-hmm. and he did go live with his aunt. Yes. And they know her name. Yes. Because his name's also not Patrick Dennis. His name is Edward Everett Tanner the Third. Mine too. Uh, his name is my name. Too. <laughs> um and he also wrote under the alias uh so Patrick Dennis was one alias and the other alias was a woman's name and he also virginia he wrote the 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 novel that was the source material for For little Little me Me. yeah that was a shocking thing to discover Mm -hmm. um so but in any event he those those truths you know that that is real he had this eccentric aunt and she's the basis and that's about it and that's it yeah that's the end of the sort of parallel and then he just spun it out as like look at this crazy life that i didn't actually that i didn't actually right what's weird about little me is that was also written as somebody's autobiography Right, but it was a fake autobiography, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Which is this, so great. He wrote two of those apparently. Two fake autobiographies. Two pictures. This is a really cool. <laughs> it's like a weird meta thing. He did this. Little Me and another one about a fa- uh, their fake autobiographies, and which include like they do in all autobiographies that middle section yeah. of all those pictures, and they mm-hmm. went out and staged all these pictures with actors. This is the dumbest. Yeah, it's, that's a, I love that. I mm-hmm. love everything about that. Yeah, idea. yeah. If he were alive today, he would have written title show. Yes, yeah. that kind mm-hmm. of meta, yeah, yeah meta Next and kind of weird. Yes, but funny, but funny. Yeah, yeah. it does very well in community theaters. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I saw a title of the show at the signature. Oh yeah, yeah. With uh, oh god, now he's like the artistic associate, Matthew Gardner. Yep, that's mm-hmm. him. That's he. One of the one of the twins. <laughs> yes, one right. of the gardeners. <laughs> there are four. There are several. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So. Yes, I mean you're right. We kick it off with a weird note with Saint Bridget. And yeah, then, but we're quickly into. But that's almost like the call on Dolly. 
Mm, yeah. Not the just sleeve, uh, not the um, I put my hand in, but just the call on Dolly right. little set. And I think that by this point, he had developed a formula of this is how I write a show, mm-hmm. and here's how we slot it in. So like, it's today would be his just leave everything to me. Mm. Uh, slash, I put my hand in here. Why am I saying the film? <laughs> Hello, Dolly. Again, I have not slept in a year. <laughs> Anyway, has, has but you there know been, what I mean? Because there's no film of Lacage. No. Uh, so has he ever had a good? I no. Guess, no, right? No. Hollywood two. was not kind to him. Well, the timing of Dolly was terrible. I have to say, the I, movie, I, I really enjoy the Dolly film it, it's, for what it is. Yes. It is not, it's not surprising. It's a very throwbacky y no, Cinemascope musical. It's joyous. Yeah. Again, nobody writes joy like Jerry Herman. Um, and I... Uh, so I did a one-man show um, last year. You're welcome. Songs from Inside My Life. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, thank you. The Broadway World clips nominated. Available. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anyway. Legitimate uh, clips are available on YouTube. That's not correct. Like, bootlegs, yeah. uh, I paid somebody to point a camera at to my stupid clips? face. Oh, good, to film you. Right. right. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to upload things. So. Um, uh, but I I feel like Jerry Herman is sort of the, the voice of resistance and uh, of joy in like we're in really dark times, mm-hmm. and so uh, I had said it right then. You know, as long as there's a breath in my body and Jerry Herman songs to be sung, I'm gonna keep doing that because that's what we need—a hmm. little Christmas. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see that. I do, and I, I really do. I not every. I, I am now old enough because you know, sixteen-year-old me. Not every, as you said, you brought it up. So I'll say, it, not every show needs to be rent, and I don't mean that in, in quality. Right. I just mean that in terms of tone. Not every show needs to be dark and serious sad. and about about serious things. Yeah, but you can just have fun every now and, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah, and I think in in when this show was written, the uh, that that's what musicals were, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah, I, that's great actually, and I think it honestly. I would not have been mad at in the 1960s if there was a MAME sitcom mm. of Crazy Adventures every week with my weird with Auntie MAME. MAME. Yeah, yeah. sounds like a like, logical. I would watch the crap. Kind of surprised there wasn't. You can say right? like Betty White. Yes. <laughs> oh gosh, that'd be perfect. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. Just do it. 1950s. And <laughs> freezer. Send her back. <laughs> We're gonna. We have the technology. We're gonna figure this out. Walt Disney <laughs> is frozen so. somewhere. At least right. his head. We think. We don't know. <laughs> there was a lot of power outages in Florida. It might not be so great anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. This is a lot of electric. A lot of hurricanes. So many hurricanes. So many hurricanes. I, I do think it's. It, I think it's probably. I had never considered that before. One of the reasons the Dolly revival has been so successful. Is it is an excellent intersection of joy and mm-hmm. feminism. Yeah. And where it is a strong, independent woman asserting her strength and independence. Mm-hmm. And it's fun at the same time. Yeah. In and, a time where we need both those things and simultaneously. Also, I mean, it's also so lovingly produced mm-hmm. and produced in the style it would have been produced in it then. Yes. So it's have have you seen this revival? No, I've not seen it. So I saw it for the seventh time last night. <laughs> Um, which is stupid. So you've seen every Dolly, though, they've had, All right? three. Yeah, all three, yeah. The only one I didn't see was Linda Muggleston the day she went on. The oh, one well, the time. the one day, yeah. Right. Not, yeah. Um, now, I should preface and say, like, Kate Baldwin's a very good friend of mine, so 
uh, she got me into the invited dress, which is like mm-hmm. that started it. Because I was like, there's no way I can afford to see Bette Midler and Hello Dolly. Right. Um, but uh, just the the joy and the the care, uh, and yeah, the the feminism and Mame. I would I would say has the same thing. It's full of uh, strong, independent women. Mm-hmm. That's what Jerry writes. That is true. Without you know being one, right? Um, or, or ever having been with one, right? <laughs> Important second. Note, we yeah. all assume, right? We assume. No, That's no, true. he's definitely like out of the closet. No, I know that, but right. you never know what you know. He grew up in a time when he sure did, you never but he know never what. married, right? You know, right? He became an interior designer instead. Um, and it also fascinates me that like Jerry writes by ear. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't write music. Uh, he plays, and somebody else like it notates down. it, yeah. uh, like Irving Berlin, mm-hmm. which is fascinating yeah. to me because his melodies are fantastic. Mm-hmm. I like point to five songs of his that are like not well crafted. Uh, In that old, I mean, maybe that's kind of what I bristle against, though. Every now and again, is that they are certainly well crafted, but they're well crafted in that Irving Berlin. Style. I mean, that older style of of composition. And you get your gun had eight hits. It did eight hit songs. Right. Eight. Yes. Um, that's an actually that's a that's a whole other thing. You just somebody brought up Guys and Dolls as the show with the most hits mm. of any show. No, and I said depending and you get on your gun. well, yeah, I think you're right because yeah. I I brought up um not any uh blah, 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 blah. anything goes depending on which version <laughs> honestly. <you do. laughs> Because you can do a version of Anything Goes that is nothing but hits. Anything Goes is basically the American version of chess. It's just... Because who knows what version Mix or mad. Right. It's, it's like, down. you know when you cook and you're right. like, you open the fridge and what's left? Yeah. I've got some noodles and some, uh, veg- you know what? Yeah, We're just, making a stir fry. Right. We're just going right. to put it all together. It's, it's a smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's good. Some In some versions, Reno Sweeney ends up with the guy. And in some versions, the Russian wins a chess match. It's right. It's just you never know which version you're watching. Uh, but. Um, Great. Yeah, I mean, so you're, you're, you're right. But it is that, for my ear, that. While you're right, each individual song is constructed mm-hmm. and very well and very deliberately put together. There's a certain critical mass of listening to it where I am no longer hearing it. Okay. It is kind of washing over me as That's a score. Now, I will also confess at this point, in my opinion, it is only really fair to judge a score when you've seen the show. Okay. And I have never seen Mame. Okay. So I don't know how this score plays in the story in mm-hmm. terms of my enjoyment of it. And I'm sure that if I saw it, there would be other songs that, because there's always songs you listen to the album and you're like, you, you don't hear 100%. until you see the show. And then you go, how did I never hear that song before? That song is incredible. I call that all of the full Monty. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. Until I saw it. And then, you, and I yeah. was like, yes, it's this. what I've heard a lot of people say about the band's visit. Oh. They listen to it. <laughs> and it, another, yeah, yeah. And then they go, I mean, that was fine. And then they see it and they go, Oh my God, this is everything uh-huh. all the time. Yeah. Well, and well, but it, it's a very, <laughs> the day after it's a very emotional yes. show. Great. Me um, too. <laughs> Hashtag yes back. But, uh, so, Can't wait for Tootsie. Yeah, that's true. I'm surprised. That's like a Jerry Herman. That would be a Jerry Herman yeah. musical. Mm-hmm. That's very true. I think David Yasback is sort that. of the heir apparent. Uh, he He's like the weird monster baby of Stephen Sondheim and Jerry Herman. Mm. It's, yeah, it's fascinating. I would take that. Yeah, yeah. because he, he writes, his melodies are not complicated, right. but his rhyme schemes are very Sondheimian. Um so it's he's like the weird Frankenstein baby. 
And it was funny. So you mentioned the lyrics. Herman's Great. lyrics are something I had never considered. Great. I will be honest to say. And it wasn't, it was a couple of weeks ago, actually, I think, uh, Mark Robinson, yep. also a friend of the podcast. Friend of mine. And um, for 20 plus years. He put on, he reposted a blog post he'd written, which were like eight lyrics that blew him away. Mm-hmm. And two of them, I think, were Herman lyrics. And he wrote, I don't remember what they were, but the, the thing that caught my eye was his sort of, he wrote a sentence like, Jerry Herman is an underappreciated lyricist because the lyrics do, you know, he had a lot of reasons. And I went, okay. I had never thought of that. So listening to this show, I was like, I'm really going to pay attention mm-hmm. to the lyrical structure. And even having, perf- I forgot to mention, performed one of his songs before. I did a, at a friend's recital in college. We performed Bosom Buddies. Um, so there's another introduction. I have many questions. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, the year before we had done, uh, he, we did a, um, I stormed onto the stage during his recital and demanded to know why I wasn't in it. And he told me I was cut for time. And then we did Sue Me oh. um, with me playing Adelaide. And, from uh, Guys and Dolls from with guys the most hits of all time. Possibly. Um, <laughs> that's called a throwback in that's comedy. A good, that's a good it's a run. It's a, yeah. yeah. So it's for people it's a not in the biz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for those of you just playing along at home. Right. Thanks. Right. Right. <laughs> right. God, they're going to be hammered by the end of the show. Uh, so, but I was, and that song has great lyrics. I knew that because I performed them. Yeah. And then listening to this again, I went, yes, these are. There's and also having recently finished the the two volume tome on uh, finishing finishing the hat. And oh yeah, I made uh-huh. it, sure. Which is probably the best book about songwriting craft I've ever ever read. And 100%. specifical lyric yeah. craft was that's its focus of what the gra- the greatest musical theater lyricist ever considers to be great lyrics. It, it, he, Herman does the, does the thing. Yeah, he puts. I mean, his phrasing is great. His Characters don't overreach in their uh, vocabulary. Their vocabulary Never. suits their character very well. And the rhymes do the thing they're supposed to do, which is reinforce your ear. You mm-hmm. hear the words better because of the rhymes. And so, yes, I will say I have underappreciated Jerry Herman's lyrics yeah. for, for he, a long time. He def- he writes very much for character. Um, he doesn't really write for people who are sort of like above him. Mm-hmm. Uh what do I mean by that? So, uh, because you know he didn't grow up very rich or anything, uh, and and his characters are never like. Uh, uh, this is the worst thing that I've ever said. I don't know. Uh, he's not writing. He's he's not writing for um, wealthy. Uh, you know what? I, it, I don't know where I'm going. Well, is it, the, is it you see, the, the thing that just you, that just ticked for me is, is is like a Noel Coward. The difference yes, between like Noel exactly. Coward yes, and Irving 100%. Berlin. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. So he's not he's not Cole Porter, right? Um, although lyrically, a lot of his rhyme schemes fall into the sort of Cole Porter mm-hmm. thing. Um, he writes list songs very well. Yes, he does, and he uh, writes a lot of them. Uh, so many of them. Yes. Um, his autobiography actually is fascinating. Hmm. Uh, to read uh, because he includes lyrics for a lot of cut songs in there, hmm. um, and you go, oh, um, that's a that's a great song. There's like a song called "Through the Bottom of the Glass" that was written for um, Dear World, and uh, it's Jerry Herman doesn't drink, and he he said I never drank in my life, but um, I know what amber looks like in a glass, and. Uh, and that's where that was my in. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
it's his lyric writing is fascinating to me. And like it only takes a moment. I think it's a stunning lyric. Uh, in Mame, uh, Bosom Buddies is a hilarious list song. Mm-hmm. Withering put downs. And you know, it's a staple of drag queens. Um, Obviously. Right. Because yes. B. Arthur. Right. We'll always be dear companions. My crony. Sense of styles as far off as your youth. It's simply that who else but a somebody will tell you the whole stinking truth. Honestly, uh, yeah, the world's first drag queen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and she'd be the first. To I admit don't it. think she'd disagree. No. <laughs> she'd disagree either. I all her, all her character, her famous characters are all drag queen names. Every too. single Vera, Maud, Maud, mm-hmm. and uh, Dorothy. Dorothy, that's right. Yeah, yeah I fall asleep every night to the Golden Girls. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because it's comfort food. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like smart comfort food. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, just you know to watch her do a withering look um, and a sarcastic put down <laughs> is there's nothing honestly better it's, it's in the pretty world. Pretty great. No. Um, so uh, we were talking about. His his lyrics, Jerry Herman's lyrics. Yes. So, but he writes beautiful. Like, uh, if you walked into my life, is a beautiful song that like was a big hit. Mm. Edie Gourmet uh, had that like number one hit with it. I think if you walked into my life is expert lyric writing. Um, um, uh, the all the different what ifs mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the that intro verse. The where's that boy with a bugle? My little love was always my big romance. Um, thank you so much. Yes. If you need more, <laughs> uh, find Sense 54 below. I'm not scheduled. Uh, <laughs> but probably will be. In the, in the I future. don't know about that. Anyway, um, <laughs> and it's just uh, that's like a beaut- like a verse that sets up everything, and then he neatly just like he sets up all the pins in that verse and knocks them all down. Through that really stunning song. His days, a little dull. Were his nights a little wild? Did I overstate my plan? Did I stress the man and forget the child? And there must have been a million things. That my heart forgot to say Would I think of one or two If he walked into my life today Have you seen the main film? I have not seen the main film. You I've are seen a lot of so clips. lucky. I've seen a lot of clips. Now, I there are moments... Of genius I think Kevin Daly film. was tweeting about I the saw movie him, for a long time. I saw him last time. night. Oh, did you really? Yeah. We were all at Donna's God, final dolly together. It was <laughs> all the listeners to this podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> we all worshipped one final. We lit a candle. If uh, I was going to see it, I will say there was because it was not something I intended to spend the money on. But if I was going to see it, it would have I would have been Donna Murphy. Yeah. I was fascinated by that casting. She was brilliant, and I, that's what everybody said. I have to say, she she invested and acted uh, the role. 
And that's what I wanted. I would really want to see that because I've never seen that performed by somebody who had those chops. Who yeah. Would really take the time to craft a character out of out of Dolly Levi Gallagher for a uh, knee Gallagher. Hello, Gallagher. Hello Dolly was I think like the fourth or fifth musical I saw on Broadway with mm. with Carol Channing in '95. Okay. And um. So and I I have very vivid memories of seeing that show and then seeing this production and how how alike they were and how different they were. Mm what's fascinating to me and um i just i remember when carol pulled down the newspaper you know call on jolly levi and um (laughs) i had a smile that never left my face Mm -hmm. the entire night she had like 18 standing ovations because her gay husband was starting them all um that's a true story look that up right um no shade (laughs) she she divorced him and he died like a year later and i feel so bad for him um, there's a rumor. The name of <laughs> this is completely off topic, but the name of Carol Channing's autobiography is just lucky, I guess. And um, in the book, she's she said uh, she relates the joke. How did you get into this business? And the prostitute says, "Just lucky, I guess." Yeah. But to friends, <laughs> <laughs> to friends, she would say, "Well, I only had sex with Charles Lowe twice. Just lucky, I guess." <laughs> and that's my favorite thing. <laughs> You know, she claims that Mame was written for her. Really? Yes. She wow. sure does. And, huh. and then there was an actor benefit, Actors Fund, yeah, yeah. one of those things. And it's on CD where um, she and Angela switch songs. They mashed up the title song, oh, okay. Mame and Hello, Dolly. So bridge like fellas, find me an empty Dolly will never go away. Somebody singing my show. I hope you don't mind. dress rehearsal she had fallen off a thing and broke her arm oh god right so jerry uh jumped up because you know those like the text for those are fast and furious right so jerry jumped like they got her into an ambulance jerry jumped up on stage uh no they got her care right jerry jumped on stage to sing to like jump in and And get this text right and the emt gets there and the and uh, says you know what's uh, so what's wrong and he <laughs> carol goes i'll tell you what's wrong he's singing my song <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> that i'm obsessed with that yeah and um but she did it that night with in a full red cast oh good like they'd be dazzled her yes, cast to match to. yeah to match the, the gown the gown right <laughs> I mean, she's so thin, a stiff wind would knock I her can't. over. And I she's can't a Muppet. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can't 
Because yeah. she claims Mame was written for her. I mean, I guess it's possible. Hey, is it? Well, I think yes, Mame... but whether it was a good idea or not is a whole other because conversation. Mame has to be Daffy and not know she's funny. She's like she's a she's like a class broad mm-hmm. who doesn't know that she's like that what she's doing is nuts. Right. Right. That's and her charm. Yeah. 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 Like Carol Channing knows. Like yes. you see the wheels. Yes, because if she Always. if she didn't know, it would yeah, be, yeah, yeah. be terrifying. It would yeah. be yeah, somebody please Nuts. get that poor woman some help. But, but you yeah. know, like they wanted Judy Garland. Like yes. Jerry really wanted, wanted Judy, Judy Garland. Garland. And yeah. like that would have been a very different show. Oh uh, yeah, but um, the I'm I just keep thinking of like what that if he walked into my life would have been. Oh yeah, because Angela, this was the uh, first of her Tonys. Yes. Yes. Of a of, of four flu. Yes. Of, of four yeah. musicals. Right, and one, I think she got one. And then theater. Blythe Spirit. Right. Right. So it was like Mame, uh, Gypsy, Sweeney Todd. It's the fourth one that I always can't. Uh, I can't keep track musical. Of. Oh, Dear World. Oh, right. Yeah. By Jerry Herman. By, Jerry By Herman. actually right. the same creators of Mame wrote Dear World. Right. They right. all got back it together. Was a reunion. It was the tenderloin of Jerry Herman. It's got. So. <laughs> I went to Angela Lansbury's Wikipedia page and clicked on the awards sure. subtitle. Good and luck. There's its own Wikipedia entry for of all of her awards. Yeah, so Mame, Dear World, Gypsy, Sweeney Todd, four in a row. Uh huh. And then um, Bly Spirit. Bly Spirit. And she was also nominated uh, in 20, 2007 for Deuce. Best and actress and also Night Music. And Night Music. Yeah. And featured actress in a musical. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know you're talking to a homosexual. Can you name all the Tony Awards for good. Angela Lansbury? That's good. Yeah, sure can. That's very good. <laughs> I can only do three, so you see, that's my limit. Hilarious. Um, right. And it was only her second musical. After yeah, anyone after can any, whistle. yeah, and after the pains of anyone can whistle. Right. I'm shocked she was like, yeah, let me get back in that. But she's battle. often said that any, if it wasn't for anyone can whistle, she wouldn't have done any musicals. Wow. Like, in her opinion, like it's just it opened that door to her, and it wasn't that other people could see her doing it; that she could see herself doing yeah. it. Yeah. And so she started asking for it, mm-hmm. and that's how she got eventually got maimed. And I think her portrayal, at least on the album, obviously I've never seen her, and the mm-hmm. the eighty three revival that she did, like died. Yeah, it came in and like the, the, to a collective shrug. Yeah, which is why I say I think Mame is sort of past its time. I, it feels like it one does of those not shows. Hold up. Yeah, and I don't think it's. You don't, yeah. People don't do it. I don't see it in regional productions. No, I don't, high well, school. I see a high school doing it. You every will now and see again. like a community theater do yeah, it community because they it, all sure. have a grand dame. Yeah, and and everyone knows you the can't name. Do I mean, Dolly it, every year. No, or nonsense. <laughs> God, nonsense. Yeah, everyone was doing nonsense. Remember that school. and plaid. Yeah, yeah, all the time. Uh huh. Over and over again because yeah. we're just all a bunch of white people. But money. Well, right. They make so much money. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's not to be ignored that the title. It's like, oh, they're doing Mame. Oh, I know right. that. You know, I'll go see that. Sure. Right. And and I think every every time that the uh, first class production of Mame happens, it fails. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one the Christine Baranski, right? Uh, Harriet Harris, Emily Skinner one that was at Kennedy Center. There was the paper mill one, Christine Ebersole, um, and oh God, who who is her Vera? I don't even remember. Um, but, like, they don't, because the source material doesn't hold up. Should, we should pause for a moment and talk about the big We need a little Christmas? Yeah. Christmas. Yeah. All out the holly, haven't I taught you why? 
say fun for fun's sake mm-hmm. is good and fine and you can distinguish between good fun for fun's sake and bad fun for fun's sake it's actually something that uh, at the samuel french event i went to last night that charles bush talked about was that he thinks one of the reasons his play uh, vampire lesbians of sodom was very successful was because it came it was 1984 when it debuted you don't think it was the downtown. title well the title he says that he's like i got booked because my our titles were great but he talks about how, like, in the midst of the growing AIDS crisis, it mm-hmm. was a fun show yes. that gay people could go to yeah. and just have fun mm-hmm. and forget their troubles for an evening. And it was really poignant as something like, well, MAME is not that. It is, though. It is. It is it's the ability to, yeah, we need entertainment. Escape its It's entertainment, theater. yeah. Yeah. And first The world's and a dumpster fire. Right. So... Just the joy of like a brassy orchestration and a dame leading us, leading the charge. That's what we need. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it's celebrate, and I agree, as long as it's celebrating the things that, like that, that Mm -hmm. should be celebrated in this sort of sense of, yeah. yeah. We're we're still celebrating feminism and, you know, and I mean, Jerry Herman's songs, his scores, and his life, I mean, are gay. He has a sort of so very gay, gay presence. He writes his... drag queens. Yes, and that is important yeah. as a kind of representation. Dolly Levi is a drag queen. Yeah. Mame Dennis is a drag queen. They all, and, and, and then La Cage <laughs> <Fall>. Right. <laughs> this so, show actually is funny that you think all his shows, mm-hmm. is, is, I mean, I shouldn't say all his shows, but his big three yeah. have iconic, they have title songs, brassy scores, and iconic costumes, which is very rare. And they all appear at the top of a staircase. Oh, wow. It's today. She just appears at the top of that staircase and slides down the banister. <laughs> and just to set you up, like, right away. And there's Angela Lansbury in that gold costume yeah. that everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Like, gorgeous and statuesque and piss elegant. Like, beautiful. Yeah. Slides down the banister and says, oh, this is what the show is. Yes. Got it. Right. Because St. <laughs> Bridget didn't do that. No. Right. No. So it's today happening. And the way it was staged. Well, what is your favorite song? Uh, from Mame, from if you Mame. walked into my life, I think mm. is the best. And I love the song that Jerry wrote for Jerry. Yeah. Every time. Jerry. It's fine. Yeah, Everybody you know. That's what we're talking about. Uh, th- I love the song he wrote for the film for Robert Preston called Loving You. It's not a choice. Nope. It's who I am. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Captain. <Wrong loving> you. <laughs> <laughs> I came to thank you for the book. <laughs> she just came in Macy's in her roller skates. <laughs> And literally, it's like, I do not read to think and skates to the left. I do not read to learn. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no. Now what I want to see Lord is Benanti. Jessica Vosk singing oh, yeah. on roller skates on stage. Yep. I want to see her do that song. All of it. Oh, God, that's good. Write that down. <laughs> we'll put it in our next show. Oh, God, that's good. That's funny. Mm. Anyway, oh, somebody should mash up the two loving news, though. Uh, but but it's, a, yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful song. Loving you is tart as lemonade and sweet as April wine. Love. 
loving you is watching all the lovely things of life combined in your arms I'm all I wish I were I'm brave I'm strong and I'm true as long as I can go on living loving you Gucci's song as well. Yeah, that's my. It's favorite like, come on. Yeah, uh, where somebody took Mame's advice of go out and live in the world, mm-hmm. and she does. This repressed woman does and comes back like eight months pregnant. Yeah, like fully pregnant, and uh, it's hilarious. What do I do now? Right. Um, I took your advice. <laughs> I took your advice. Now what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like what I okay. Right. Next. Um, and I, the first time I ever heard that song was in Jerry's Girls, Andrew mm. McCardle, yeah, yeah, s- screaming it, right? Um, hilarious! It, that song is so funny, yeah. And Jane Connell, thank God, Connell 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 Connell, yeah. great. Uh, she did her role in the film, so mm. that is preserved. Yeah, Th- like the film for everything it got wrong, which is quite a bit, all of it. Yeah, right. It preserved B. Arthur. Yes. It preserved her getting drunk and just falling backwards. Hilarious. Like, that gif is yeah, highly usable. Yeah. Uh, and uh, preserved Jane. Uh, the man in the moon is a lady. Great. Fine. Okay. You know? Yeah. That, it, it's a good... Man in the moon is a myth, right? The myth. man in the moon is a lady. Okay. A lady with lipstick and curls. Mm. That's actually the, the correct key. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> so, um, Baritone. Yep. Yeah. Bass. Bass. Uh, <laughs> um, she's in Grand the. Dom, she's in the, the. What is that? The F clef? The lower yeah, clef? Yeah, the lower clef. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't said an F clef since I was in high school course. <laughs> uh, but she. Uh, uh, but that song is clearly written for the show within the show mm-hmm. and written in the period of operetta at that time. That's smart writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I will. I will say that I have. I am now. I I, I recognize the craft of mm-hmm. it. It just does not have any emotional resonance with me. It's kind of where I land with Jerry Herman. So, what is your favorite song on the show? Gucci song. Okay, my favorite song on the show. Great. Um, I do like the score to Lacage, mm-hmm. and I do wonder how much of my dislike of Hello Dolly is tied to my having done it. But I do, I, I do kind of think that it's there is a. I, I don't know about that. Something about that show that I just really can't get behind. Um, but it was, which is why I wish I'd gotten to see Donna Murphy do I it because do would that would have been the best with Gavin Creel and Donna Murphy. That would have been the best case scenario. But you'll see it when it goes through the Kennedy Center with Betty. Possibly, we'll see. We'll see. Again, babysitters are hard to come by, but uh, we will. Okay, we will see. Just drop them off at the signature. <laughs> Somebody will In pick the green them. Room. Somebody will pick them up. Yeah, Tracy, fine. here's three. Yeah. You have one. Here's three more. <laughs> Go to town. It's fine. It's fine. Um, they'll be fine. There's a zoo. They... <laughs> the original cast is produced and edited by me, Patrick Flynn. The original cast is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Original Cast Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Unknown Penguin. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts from the convenience of your iPhone and or check out the original cast on Stitcher if that's how you get down. My thanks to Robbie Rizell for coming down and talking to me. I'm Patrick Flynn, and I can't. I have rehearsal. Ah!